Welcome to episode 101. This is Sabrina Lynn, kind of operating under rewilding, kind of not. <laughs> Who knows? And we don't really care. Uh, we're just doing lives every Saturday. And this particular episode, exploration journey, comes from one of those YouTube lives. So I can't promise that we're going to put all of them here on the podcast. I just know that I'm turning up every Sunday or every Saturday, um, every Saturday, that's U.S. Pacific time. I think I'm living half in Australia talking about Sundays, but um, every Saturday, 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific time to just kind of hold some space, to open some doors, to give us some things to reflect on, different ways to kind of go within. And this is one of them. This is one... That's probably one of the biggest topics we get asked about is relationship, um, relationship, intimate relationship, partnership. Um, you know, if you think about this path, like it's the awakening path, right? Everything we talk about here is about transformation and waking up and, you know, opening up to our, our fuller potential and the spiritual path and really really walking through some extraordinary changes and some extraordinary transformations and how to live in this world and walk that path. And relationships is one of those beautiful, glorious, magnificent things that supports us and rips us apart and builds us back together again and shatters our hearts and then picks up the pieces and this is a beautiful exploration in that it really kind of opens us up to take a step back and look at relationship from a real wise place, from like a wisdom center and, hmm, and to ultimately get to a place of, is this current format serving? Is this current format serving? And, and what is it that we're creating together? A relationship is just a creation, right? It's just a creation. It's two energies, alchemizing, co-creating, weaving, blending together, and really giving us this opportunity to feel into what is that that is being created between these two people? What is it that gets created? And you can feel into this for group energies. What is it that's being created um, it's a magnificent practice. We go into three steps. So you'll kind of find the, the three steps as you jump into the exploration. But I just invite you to, you know, as always, there's a setup period in the, um, in the podcast, in the episode that'll kind of energetically move you into a space to receive and to maybe be a little bit more open-minded or um, allow the insights to arise. But um, yeah, I just invite you to move into that space and invite you to share, invite you to comment, invite you to come be a part of the community, join the Facebook group, hop on the uh, YouTube channel. That's where you can jump in on the, we're doing a new fun giveaway um, for the best quote or best line or best sentence shared. Uh, well, I talk more about that. So jump on there. Always feel free to send us topics that you'd love to hear, questions that you'd love answered. 
Yeah, we want to hear from you and we really want to co-create. <laughs> so, you know, even this is an alchemical reaction um, between our community and the rewilding team or the Sabrina Lynn team. I don't even know. I don't even know what words we're using anymore. I, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> rewilding is not going away. We're just getting a little bit bigger. We just need a little bit bigger pants <laughs> to put on and to hold all of the things that we want to be bringing out into the world. All right, I'm done rambling on. Enjoy this episode. I, I want to really feel into this. There's a way of talking, of using words, of using energy, of inviting. There's like this eloquence um, and elegance probably too that and grace. I think it's a lot of grace that with that weaving together can open doors and show us, allow us to see things that we may not have seen before or we may not be seeing right now. It can help us to get past um, I know I use these words all the time, but those habitual ways of thinking or those limited ways of seeing the world or seeing other or seeing relationship or some of that absorbed social conditioning around relationship and um, dare I say there feels like there's a lot of it. Um, but I'm sharing that with you because I'm really <laughs> speaking it to invite it in as we start to move into this and just really inviting in that grace and that eloquence and elegance and the use of the right words at the right time and almost this like cadence that allows us to get into places that we may not access if it's just uh, reading a book or if it doesn't have that secret sauce <laughs> whatever that is so i'm just kind of asking and calling in all of that to really help us to get into some extraordinary territory today. That's my aim, is to hopefully, um, with you all, because it's a co-creation, to hopefully create this space um, that allows each of us to access um, and go to places and gain insights and wisdom and see things from a different perspective or a different angle or the aha moments or the love blasting through some sort of relationship dynamic that you might be in or um, who knows who knows kind of that just opening the door to the so-called miracles happening um, which yeah, we can talk about miracles in a different episode, but just opening the door to the miracles happening, the big things happening. And that's my aim. That's my intention. That's kind of the space that I'm holding and inviting all of us to move into. And now I'm going to invite you to really own this as your space. So own this as your space. Own this as your journey, your journey. And we're going to be together here for about 40 minutes or so. And and what is it that you can do in your body? You know, I've given tons and tons and tons of practices over the hundred, ah, hundred podcast episodes we've released. Um, but feeling in for you, you know, if I'm going to come into this space and I'm going to be receptive 
to maybe seeing something deeper about myself or I'm going to be receptive to waking up to something maybe or shifting through something or transforming something or alchemizing something or um, moving in a way where I now attract something different into my life or I'm able to release something that's no longer serving in my life. So whatever it is that you kind of feel to do in your body, in your being, in your mind, maybe it's just visualizing having an open mind, an open heart, an open like horror space, um, which is kind of like lower Dantian space, lower belly space, womb space for those of us who have wombs, just that energetic area, kind of those like three wisdom, those three wisdom centers, the upper, the middle, and the lower wisdom center, but really whatever kind of um, kind of invites you into that sacred space within and a courageous, a courageous space. So not just a sacred temple space within, but courageous space. Like I'm, I'm okay to see things that I might not want to see and a non-judgmental space. So also this, you know, I might see some things about myself today that I don't necessarily like, but if we can let go of that not liking that part or that judgmental piece, it will give us access to so much more. It will give us access to so much more. Um, in that not liking that about ourselves, we blind ourselves to that. We, we blind ourselves to so, 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 so much. You know, it's like, a, use that metaphor of the, um, the icebergs and we really only see like the tip of the iceberg. That's, that's the only bit of ourselves that's conscious, right? And that's like, five percent and then there's 95 percent sitting beneath the depths of the water <laughs> um, and so today it's kind of like getting an ice pick out at a light and we're just going to shine some light into those those deeper areas that are under the water or some traditions will call it in the underworld or in the unconscious or the subconscious or um, the hidden or uh, well, tons and tons of those terms so all right i feel like i've kind of got our space set up. Um, uh, I love that. Uh, love to have access to the unseen. Yeah, the, the unseen, um, the non-physical world. The, the, yeah. Um, all right, so <clears throat> how do we walk into this? Hmm. There's one thing that's on my mind before we dive into this. And it's, uh, that it's, it's just something fun to do. And so I'm going to invite us as a community, just as a community, we hang out on YouTube, we hang out on lives, we hang out in newsletters. Some of us hang out in workshops and retreats together. Some of us are in a mystery school together. Some of us are in an inner circle together doing like monthly work together. So we, we work, we hang out together and there's this piece of me that, you know, like sometimes I think words, like good words get shared, but the team and I miss them because especially me, I'm too close and, and the team is too close. So we're too close to hear words. So here's um, something just totally different, totally new that we want to just try out is we want to start giving things away. We want to do more fun things, do more interactive things with the community, with, with you all, do more of the co-creation stuff. Um, this week in Instagram, there were some, and, and Facebook actually, um, there were some amazing quotes that were shared from our last live. This is what inspired it. There were some just like I got tagged on something. It was like, Sabrina, you said this. 
And I would have never caught that. I would have never known that. I would have not even thought that that was something that inspired something in someone or that it opened something for someone. And we miss those. We miss a lot of those. So I'm asking you all if there's something that a sentence or a phrase that stands out for you in this live or any lives going forward, we would love for you to share them with us. We would love for you to share them with us and we would love for you to share them with us in the comments of YouTube. It's the easiest place for us to manage. So emails is a lot. Um, Messenger gets to be crazy, Facebook Messenger, but we're here on YouTube. So if you find a quote and, and we'll choose like the best quote or the most popular quote or the one that has the most likes and whoever shared that quote first um, we're going to gift you uh, either an online workshop one of the six faces workshops or we'll gift you a 50 dollars voucher so maybe you've done all six faces workshops um, in that case we'll gift you a voucher for like anything in rewilding um yeah anything online and rewilding let's just keep it simple keep it simple for now. But anyways, that's just like a fun little, um, maybe way of being a little bit more interactive. Okay. That's it. Now I'm done. <laughs> that just needed to get out before I forgot it. Cause if I don't say it up front, you don't have a chance to catch the, catch the good sentences or catch the good words or catch the things that you may want to share, um, to get the $50, um, voucher or the online workshop. All right, done. So I want to kick off this conversation with a question on relationship alchemy. So everything that we spoke about kind of in the little write up for this live and this conversation was let's get real, let's get raw, let's get honest, let's get vulnerable about relationship. And the question that I want to ask and throw out there, and if you're live, if you want to leave a comment live, please do. If you feel to just kind of answer it for yourself, do it that way. It doesn't matter, but, but really feel into, okay. Intimate relationship can be a friendship, can be a partnership, can be sexual, can be non-sexual, can be a marriage, can be whatever. It doesn't even matter. Um, feeling into like, one of those really deep relationships, like just one of those really deep ones and feeling into the challenges that it brings up or the rub, like the rub that it creates, the, the rub, the challenges that it creates just in this moment, just before we kind of dive into the unseen and, you know, we might get to the end of this and you'll be like, whoa, there's way more rub than I ever knew or oh my God, this is way more challenging than I thought. But, but just right now in this moment, it's kind of like one of those check-in points and also to just get us to go internal really quickly. So it's like a quick internal check-in. Okay, deep, intimate relationship. Do I fear it? Um, am I not in one? Do I not have people close to me because I think I'm too empathic? I'm too sensitive. I take on too much. I, um, I'm, too, I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt. Or am I in intimate relationship and I feel like I'm losing myself? I'm just giving total random examples here. I feel like I'm losing myself. I feel like I compromise everything. I feel like I can't fully be me. Um, I feel like I'm not met. I feel like there's more. Um, I, I want the challenging bits though. I, I, I know that there is a whole slew of amazing and beautiful and wild and glorious, um, stunning things about intimate relationship, but I don't want 
us to focus on that in this moment and just in this moment like what it is that we're trying to do is get a little bit deeper and we're trying to get real and we're trying to get wrong we're trying to get honest and we're trying to get vulnerable so that we can really look at relationship from a different place and possibly shift it into something that is more aligned with ourselves that is more fulfilling that is uh, maybe less shadow work and more light <laughs> work or whatever the case may be and so just that like um martina thank you for sharing this woman um struggle he makes too many jokes and is not um um and is not oh no i just deleted it martina i deleted your message and i didn't mean to um I didn't mean to. I hit the wrong button. Oh my God, woman, if you could repost that, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, this is beautiful, Leslie. I associate relationships with losing my freedom. Um, oh, here, it's unhidden. Martina, we're good. <laughs> um, he makes too many jokes and is not in an authentic series as much as I'd like him to be. Thanks, Suda. How dare you, Serena? Yeah, I know. Just fumbling around on the old YouTube lives. Just hitting any old button that pops up. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> here's... Whew, here's... This is... I shared... I share this sometimes in conversations or sometimes in retreats or workshops. And it's usually pretty like, whoa! Um... And it might not be for you, but it might be. So when I share this, I'm really just going to invite you to just allow it to go as deep as it goes. This sort of viewing things from a different perspective. And so now we're going to do this as a little bit of a practice. This is mini practice, right? Just super, super mini. So you, you could still maybe be driving a car if you're watching this I guess live or on the replay super super mini super super simple but feeling into just your aura right your your aura just just for a quick second like feeling into your aura and then feeling into that intimate partner or person or friend's aura you're not doing anything invasive right we're not doing anything like that we're just like kind of respecting and honoring their aura. We're just witnessing it, right? We're just witnessing it. We're in total love. We're not doing anything wild or witchy or to manipulate anything. We're just hands off. We're just witnessing. So our own aura, and then we witness their own. Now, imagine your energetics and their energetics mixing together. That's what happens every time you connect with them. Every time you have a conversation, you make love, you pick up the phone and talk to them. I, I don't, it doesn't matter again, if it's an intimate relationship or not, it doesn't matter. But just imagine like alchemically your energy, your psyche, your you mixes with their energy, their psyche, their them, right? And it, and it mixes. There's an alchemical reaction that happens. And then feeling into the third energy. So this is why I'm calling this relationship alchemy. That's the title of this live is relationship alchemy. The third energy that gets created, right? It's the mix of you 
And I don't care if you think you're only mixing 5% or 10%, it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, well, I, I'm not mixing a whole lot of me, right? In case that's a thought, I know that I can feel that that's a thought in some people's minds. But whatever percentage, it doesn't matter, of you is mixing and whatever percentage of them is mixing in creates the third party. It creates the third energy. It, it, and it has an energetic life of its own. And so just like just allowing that to be for a minute. So here's something that might make this, this third energy a little bit more tangible, at least for some of us. For some of us, this might make it a little bit more esoteric and out there and like, oh boy, she's gone woo-woo again. But for some of us, it will make this, a, a, it will be something to sink our teeth into for some. And that's when we run an astrology chart, right? So if I were to run an astrology chart for myself, I would run it for my birth, date, time, and location, right? That's my birth chart. You would run a birth chart for the other person, and that would be their birth chart. If you were going to do a relationship chart, you would run it mixing those two data points, right? You mix them, and you can actually run a chart, and I know some of you have done this, you can run a chart for the energetics of the third party that gets created, right? That's, that's a relationship chart. That's a, you can do it a couple different ways. Like some people call it a synastry chart. There's other ways that you can do it, but you take those two points and you add them together and then you, you can look at the whole birth chart. Okay, whoa, we have um, sun in the 12th house, conjunct black moon, Pluto, Eris, holy shit, uh, this is going to be one hell of a ride. <laughs> like, we're going to unearth some stuff in this one. Um, I'm kind of talking about a birth chart that I know or a relationship chart that I know. Uh, but anyways, feeling into, and this is kind of that like opportunity for us to um, yep, I've done that, and it's self-transformative. Deep Pluto world. Maybe I think you might be talking about like the twelfth house relationships, <laughs> the Pluto dark goddess twelfth house relationships. Long live those relationships. They will transform the shit out of you a thousand times over, and they're amazing and beautiful and glorious. They're hard, <laughs> um, but we don't need to run a chart. I'm just giving that as just a little bit more mind food for those of us who are into astrology. And, and, and if you're not into astrology, good, throw it in the Sabrina's full of shit bucket, right? We talk about that bucket. It doesn't really resonate. Great. Throw it in the bucket. It doesn't matter. But allowing that third energy, and I want to explore this with us. And so you can use this kind of tool or this um, reflective process with any relationship, any, any relationship that's close. So now we've been kind of practicing like, okay, here's our aura, our energy, here's their aura, their energy, here's third party that gets created. It's just the alchemical nature of what the two of you bring together. That's it. It's it, it. so leaving that, do I need to explore that any further? Hold on one second. Let me just feel for a quick moment. Okay. I'm going to give a couple of examples around this before we kind of dive into part two. And you can think through your own examples. So this is a great reflective moment of just thinking through your own examples. So when I hang out with my sister, the third entity that gets created is like 
off the charts. Let's go have some fun. Let's create some wild memories together. Let's, um, she likes to call it blow the turn. She was a racehorse trainer and she likes to call it like, let's go blow the turn, right? Like, just like break out of the box. We gotta, she's Sagittarius. Again, if you're not into astrology, that's fine. Um, we get like, let's go. And, and it's very much about experiences and new adventures and like new stuff, new stuff. Like let's go on a road trip and it's totally random, totally spontaneous. That's the energy between my sister and I. Now, if I were to feel into, oh, I'm trying to think of something that's like starkly different. I don't know. Um, energy, I, I want to keep it like another female. So I don't want to just go into intimate and try to compare the two, but like another friend of mine, here's like another friend of mine, for example, deep soul sister, like deep soul sister. And for us, it's when we get together, it's quite literally traversing the realms, walking on the other side of the veil, talking from that space seeing the world through that, through those sh like shamanic eyes, medicine woman eyes, talking in symbolic terms. Can you hear how my voice has even shifted? That's the space. That's what gets created in the third party. So when I hang out with her, it's that. I mean, we could be anywhere in the world doing anything, but it would be that. It would be that. <laughs> my dad's here. Hi, dad. Um, <laughs> He's giving me his birthday. He's the fish. I could go with my dad's energy, like what gets created between my dad and I. Um, but I won't. I want to keep it to just two women. So just feeling into... And, and, and Relationships are so fucking personal, but getting impersonal about them. The reason why um, we oftentimes can't see is because they're, we hold this personal line to them and, and we don't allow ourselves to like wiggle free to kind of have like a witness higher bird's eye view perspective on them. And that's just, that's the invitation here in like part one, the invitation of, okay, what gets created in the two? And it, it, there's, again, there's no judgment. There's no, this should be, this should not be right. Oh, this is bad. Oh, this is good. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And you know, really nothing is good or bad, but, but, but trying to, like you can get as personal as you want, but just as a reflective practice, back out, <laughs> like back out, back out and, and back out of what maybe shame might come or, um, oh no, I shouldn't be doing this might arise when you back out of, of, of a personal intimate relationship to just observe it because even that will sometimes for some of us bring up shame or guilt or oh I'm not this is bad this is this is bad and so I just want to call that out I at sometimes that's super 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 hidden this judgment of taking a different view of a relationship of of getting impersonal about it. Oh, I don't love them if I'm getting impersonal. I don't love them if I'm analyzing a relationship. You love the shit out of them and you love the shit out of you. And you're just opening up to see some of the things that you may not have seen before. Can you see we're already starting to touch into some of these places around how and why we hide. Like we 
we, we almost want to protect those relationships or want to keep them same, same. Like we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to like shake the ship. So, so we like do all kinds of things. And I'm just kind of calling it out for some of us. This is like the juiciest, like, yes, let me sink my teeth into that. Let me like rip the relationship apart. Let me go out here and look at it from this perspective. Great. But for some of it's like, oh, this is, I'm being a bad person. (laughs) And just, just check, just check in with that. You know, is that coming from wise part of self? Is that, is that the like wise woman or wise man talking? Or is that like little, a little self, a young self, kind of an immature self talking? Just, you know, check in, check in. Okay. So now we're going to park that. So that's kind of part one. I just want to check our time. So that's kind of part one. Practice one, exploration one, that third party, uh, what gets created when the two of you mix, you alchemically mix your energies together. Mm -hmm. Now the second part, this is this, it's building on this. So it's very similar, but I just, I don't want them to mix in your, in our, in our minds or our energetic field. So I want to just park that over there for a moment. And then I want to feel into possibly some of the same relationships you've been feeling into or possibly a different one. (laughs) Actually, let's feel into a different one. This will be a fun exploration. Feel into a person who makes or brings out a part of you that you don't normally express. So feel into a person in your life that literally illuminates something in you that you don't normally express. It could be um, like a colleague or coworker. They, they like illuminate just a confidence in you or they illuminate that like that their belief in you sparks a belief in you believing in you or their confidence in you sparks confidence in you. I'm just coming up with random examples here or could be like a lover or an intimate person in your life and they like bring out like a wild woman or wild man right so that that energy like brings out something in you like it brings out your so for those of us who explore archetypes it brings out your lilith right like an intimate partner man or woman who can bring out your lilith in a good way i'm i'm talking about like the sexual exploration or like Medusa or some of those other Persephone can be super sexual or I'm thinking about like the darker, um, more erotic, wilder goddess archetypal energies. I'm thinking about those. And you know, if, if there's a, a person who in your life, like, yes, like they love it out of you or they just with how they see you, or what they zero in on or what they focus in on. They like focus in on that aspect of you, right? Or they zero in on that or they, um, they, yeah, Martin, they love it out of you. Like they worship it out of you. Like they worship that archetypal energy. They worship that aspect and you literally find that you, you become the embodiment of that or, and it doesn't have to be an archetype per se, it's like when I'm around my dog, like this is so dumb. This is just, now I'm gonna get super mundane. We're gonna get out of archetypes and um, goddess type stuff. Cause that might just be another one of those like, whoa, Sabrina, you're going woo woo. But 
if we get super mundane, my dog, he's a puppy, right? He loves out the mother in me. Like I am mother around this thing. I, I become mother, like I become the weirdest thing because that's what serves the moment. That's what serves this energy, this living being where he's at in his life. That's what serves that moment the most. That's what serves my puppy the most is me in mother in all of the different aspects of my, but me and mother serves that moment. Now let's say I'm with intimate partner. Well, let me tell you, uh, with my lover, like mother is not the one that's being loved out. It's not the one that's being loved out, right? It's a very different part of me that's being loved out of me, right? It's like the, I want to rip your pants off sort of energy, right? That's very, so feeling into, and again, this is just this, us getting super impersonal about stuff. Personal, but totally impersonal. It's totally personal and totally impersonal. Both are totally true at the same time. But us just being able to, to back out of these deep relationships where we can't see because we're playing a role and they're playing a role and it's a song and dance, we're constantly going at it, but just the alchemy of it. And what is it? So this is like the second part, really. This is the second part is what is it that they love out of you? What is it that they amplify in you? What is it that they spark in you? What is it that they um, illuminate? What, what is it? What, what is it? And you can go through all of your relationships and you can also go into... <laughs> and again, this is not good or bad. So this is part of the wild bit of this conversation is sometimes those who bring out are nasty, right? Are just like nasty, are a great gift to us, are a really, really, really beautiful and amazing gift. Sometimes they're not, right? Sometimes they're not. Sometimes it doesn't serve. So there is this deeper inner knowing that sometimes the most challenging situations are what serve the most. Sometimes someone bringing out our wounds serves, but sometimes someone bringing out our wounds doesn't serve. Doesn't serve. So it's not this is where that new agey shit gets in the way, right? This is where we screw this part up is we think, oh, it should always feel good. It should always feel good. That's bullshit. That's, that's bullshit. That's, that's someone poured that Kool-Aid of we should always be happy and we should always feel good down our throats. And we all decided to drink that thing. There's an element of truth to that, but there is such a deeper wisdom in us. And I'm, I'm inviting us to get to that deeper wisdom around relationships. Challenging serves in moments and light-filled, super supportive, nourishing serves too. They both serve. So the question is not when we're feeling into different relationships and we're feeling into the al alchemy and we're feeling into is this relationship over? I can't tell you how many times we get asked that question of what, when do you know a relationship is over? 
or when do you know a friendship is over or right? That's a, that's a great question. It's a valid question. But the only way that we will ever know truly deeply from our most authentic selves, I can't tell you that. I can't give you like six signs for your relationship is over. Although those are like the most popular fucking posts on Instagram anyways. And they're just a bunch of garbage unless they take you deeper. And I look, I'm making fun of us too, because we, we write shit like that. (laughs) We, We totally write shit like that. Right. But with an aim and an intention and all of those things, the memes and all those things can be used to trigger something deeper in us, to invite us to go into somewhere deeper. Um, and that somewhere deeper is that deep, 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 deep wisdom center. That deep wisdom center is this serving. I have been in horrific relationships, right? Horrific, horrific relationships. And people from the outside have looked and gone, wow, like you are choosing some challenging shit, Sabrina. I'm like, I know, and it's serving. It is serving and it is so true and it is so real for me to be here. And those who are like soul friends, right? Like soul on them cards. I talk about them often and they're super valuable to have in our life. And they, they see your soul above all else. They hold your soul's growth and your soul's um, expression and coming into its fullness and its, its most truthful journey. They hold that in highest regard. They don't hold your little heart or your poor emotions in highest regard. They hold your soul in highest regard. Those are the people who you want to ask and who you want to take advice from. The rest is, they might be, they probably have their own agenda. They probably have their own agenda. Well, if Sabrina breaks up with yada, 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 then I get yada, yada, yada. Or whatever kind of agendas that they might be having that they don't even know they're having. They don't even know they're having. Or they're holding your emotions and they just want you to be happy. Like they're on the Kool-Aid and they just want you to drink the Kool-Aid. Like here... Let's get you happy quickly. So let's just do this, this, this. Let's anesthetize you. Let's like give you a whole lot of like wine and let's just drug you up and let's watch Netflix for eight hours. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad. I'm just also kind of pointing out um, where are we taking our advice from? Who are we asking? But to go kind of back to the story and to attempt to bring us a full circle or at least three quarters of a circle. Those who were closest to me when I was in like one really, really, it was the most transformative, most gift-filled thing of my life. I would not be here. And I know some of you know exactly who I'm talking about and what relationship I'm talking about, but I don't want to go there today. I would not be here if it was not for this relationship. It was the greatest gift of my life. Um, And those who were like soul friends on Amkaras could see that could see that like, this is the greatest thing for your soul. This is the greatest thing for your path. The greatest thing. It is burning through all of the shit. It is ripping your ego apart. It is obliterating little Sabrina. You have to grow and you have to grow fast and you have to let go of all of the old family patterning, all of the old ways that you thought you could love and what love did represent to you and all of the little limitations of it and the conditions of love and the conditions of relationships and and then mix sex into all of that. Uh, So coming back to this, (laughs) this feeling into relationship for ourselves and you feeling into it for you and, you know, it's not good or bad. It's not, um, is it light filled or is it shadow filled? 
it's, does it serve my highest? So it doesn't matter what the form is taking or what the external looks like. Does this serve my highest good? And if it serves your highest good, truly, I mean, most of the time we can't get to that point. Let's just be honest, it's hard. Um, until we sort of get wired for it and we, you know, the more and more that we practice, that tapping into, is this my true north? Does this serve my highest self? Is this in my highest good? Truly and deeply, right? If I can get past all of my little attachments, I can get past all of my, we talked about this in the last episode, um, all my safety and security, if I can get past, um, I don't remember what the other one was that we were using, um, my addictions, if I can get past the, the neediness of things, the all of that stuff, um, I can get past that. I don't even know where I just went with that, where I was going, because now I'm just back on episode 100, <laughs> feeling into that. Um, but getting to that place of does this serve, that's where I'm going with this. Getting to this place of does this truly authentically serve. And when you hit that point, and it, and it is a, this, this serves, it doesn't just serve you, right? When you get to the point of, does this serve my Hyatt, like soul? Does this serve the whole of the divine matrix? My piece of my thread that's woven into the divine matrix. Does this serve? And is this choice the highest? Is this blah, blah, blah. We could go on for that for a long time, but when we truly hit that, a truth, is that we are not only serving our highest selves, serving our highest self serves highest self of other. It serves highest self of the world. It, it, it serves that thread, weaves into the whole of the divine matrix, right? That interconnectedness of everything touches everything. And if I'm rattling my own thread with highest good, my highest good, in the highest alignment I can be in, right? True north. I'm also in the true north of the whole of the divine matrix. I'm also in the true north of that relationship. I'm in the true north of the alchemy between me and that other person. I'm in it, I'm, I'm in it, I'm, in, I'm embodying that. That's just a truth. That's a, that's, that's a truth. So whew, I think we're going to end on that. Um, yeah, that feels really good. That feels really good. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad Martino, Melanie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Karen, I love that, like, serving our highest self serves the highest self of other in the world. That's, like, really putting it succinctly. And it's just that challenge is to create that pathway so that we can feel into our highest self. Um, create that wiring, open up to that wiring so that we are accessing, you know, we are accessing soul self we are accessing higher wisdom we are accessing like the deepest truth that we can touch into yeah yeah it makes everything really easy <laughs> all right uh it has been just an absolute um pleasure and joy to be with you all um 
I'm loving our YouTube lives. I don't know if this YouTube live will become a podcast. We're kind of at this um, like wild place. Amelia, thank you. Sabrina's um, crying my Scorpio heart out. Oh, I'm just loving you up, woman. Um, oh, what did, Kim, that's a great question. What advice would you have for sitting with that? Um, Okay, yeah, I'll leave us on, uh, I'll give us a little bit of homework. I think I gave us homework between, I don't know if I gave us homework or not, <laughs> sometimes do. I'll give us a little bit of homework between now and uh, the next time we do a live. So we're doing lives every Saturday and we're gonna see where they go. We're gonna see if they convert themselves into podcasts and we keep going with the podcasts um, on iTunes and all the other platforms it's on, but who knows. All right, so homework one is to share your favorite sentences, favorite words, and favorite quotes in the comments of YouTube. So can't be here on the live stream thing because we don't go back and see those. I don't get to go back and see those. I get to see the public comments. So just leave that there and write like quote and then write it. Um, so that's homework one. <laughs> okay, but really how to sit with this and deepen into this. So between this episode and the next episode, let me give us some, something to feel into. Hmm. Oh gosh, I think there are so many different practices that will resonate with so many um, um, with so many of us differently, and I think I've given quite a few different things to do or to feel into. Here's what I would do: We just had a new moon. Um, we just went through a Virgo new moon, so we are in new moon energy. We will be in that until we kind of like the culmination comes at the full moon. So we've got, you know, like a week and a half, two weeks um, to, to be in this like new chapter energy, new chapter, like new chapter, new chapter. So feeling into that energy. Um, yeah, Kim, it was a super moon. So it's like extra intense. And in Virgo, it's very, I love Virgo, Virgo, I just, I love Virgo. Virgo's earthy, Virgo's grounded, Virgo's organized. Virgo is earth priestess. So it's like bringing in high insights and earthing them, bringing in high insights and earthing them, bringing in like purity, earthing it, bringing in high truth into like physical mundane. How, how good is that? Most, <laughs> I don't think most people get to those heights of Virgo, but that is, that is a Virgo. I'm not saying people in general. I'm just saying like a lot of us don't even explore that energy of that, but Virgo is glorious. And so just allowing that energy and this new moon energy. And even if you don't believe in astrology, I don't give a shit. Just pretend you're in a new chapter. That doesn't matter. But you're in a new chapter, like a new chapter, this I'm stepping into new chapter, a new way of being. And let me feel into all of my relationships. Let me feel into all of my friendships. Let me feel into who am I in these different relationships? Who, what aspects are being loved out of me? Do they serve? Do they serve? Right? I would, I would, I would go with that. Start simple. Right? Like start simple with this practice. Simple. Like the less interwoven you are with another person, the easier it will be. The less interwoven, the easier it will be. You know, maybe like a Facebook friend or I don't know. Start simple though. You know what simple is. Like start simple where it's not as enmeshed. It's not as, you know, like you're not having sex with them. You're not all of those things. Just start, start simple. And again, this is just a suggested practice. You might dive right into that and just go. <laughs> um, but start there and just feel, do those three practices. You know, first practice is, okay, cool. This is the alchemy. This is the alchemy. This is a third party. What is that third party energy that gets created? Perfect. Okay. Then go to the next level. What is it that they love out of me? 
What is it that they love out of me? What is it that they love out of me? Ask, does it serve? Does that third party energy that gets created, does it serve? What, what they are loving out of me, right? What they are illuminating in me, does that serve? And then really feeling into the overall, the wholeness of that relationship and going, okay, cool. Does it serve in its current form? It doesn't mean that you have to get rid of the relationship, but in its current form, is it serving? Is it serving? Is it serving my soul? Not the, not the little parts of self, you know, not the, not the, ah, it serves my ego. You know, I have this person in my life because I use them. This sucks to hear. Like I use them so that I feel good about myself or I use them because they make me feel pretty or they make me feel lovable or whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, I would say that's a, that's a good practice between now um, and next Saturday when we get together again. Okay, so I'm gonna leave you all with that. It is an absolute pleasure to be here. If you want to sign up, I'm gonna start writing uh, um, things for sabrinalynn.com. I'm gonna start writing things for that. So I know some of you have already signed up to get like the new updates and I'm gonna write about this show and kind of what's going on going forward and just share good things. I don't know what those good things are gonna be yet, but I'm gonna start, I, yeah, started one today. So um, for those of you who have not signed up for sabrinalynn.com, you can if you feel to, then you won't miss any shows or you, <laughs> um, it's like a book, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> All right, now I'm just like rambling on and on. Oh, there, Malia just left that. Um, there's the there's the link to sign up for that. Birthing a new world is coming out. Uh, Malia, do we do it? Okay, so if you're still hanging out um, with us, we have not publicly announced this yet, but I suppose since we're on YouTube and this is kind of public, there it is. <laughs> And it just appears in the comments. Um, we, <laughs> too late. <laughs> Thanks, Malia. Um, Suda, we're working on the book, woman. We are totally working on the book. Uh, we're working on the book. We're working on the photo shoot. Hillary, thank you so much for that love. I'm going to need it. Um, but Birthing a New World, that mini series is free. Uh, it's free. It's a three-part Three part, it's three parts, plus you get a whole heap of other bonuses. So I don't even know how many hours it is when it comes to the end of it. Um, but that link will get you signed up right away and you get access immediately to the whole three parts of the series. And it hasn't been released yet. So even if you did Birthing a New World Retreat, um, this has never been out in public. Um, it hasn't been out in the public. So it's fun that we just released that here. So if that sings to you, um, just scroll through and you can find that link. It's not posted anywhere. It's not been emailed out yet. Um, we will this week, but uh, we'll start sharing it a little bit more. So yeah. Um, Christy, I love that photo shoot is blending your energy with the photographer. Absolutely, a thousand percent, right? I love that. So it's the same photographer that I had four years ago because I like the energy blend and it serves. Yeah, it's super, super, super true and super, super important. We only called one photographer and it was the same woman who shot for us in Sedona. We've had other photographers shoot um, for us, but it wasn't that right alchemical mix of blending of energies and doesn't, uh, to me, doesn't serve in the high like this was just it. Um, so yeah, I love that woman. Such a great example right at the end. Beautiful. Okay. Um, thank you all. I will see you where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.